0: We are waking up, we are living, we have no choice but to live and thrive. We are joined this morning, like I said, by award-winning author and publisher of 29 books, uh, motivational speaker, father, facilitator, husband, all-round great person, early riser. That's one thing I can tell you. I don't remember, since we started the show in the beginning of the month, ever having anyone to wake up and live and not be in studio abantu so these are people we can actually take uh, a leaf from when it comes to living life and that is Mr Confidence Selim. thank you sir good morning good morning
1: good morning Patricia uh, it's good to have you in studio welcome back Hey, it's good to be back. Yeah. The
0: last time you and I spoke was the last show I
1: did. It was the last show you did. Yeah, I couldn't be here on Monday, but yeah, I'm glad I'm here today.
0: I'm glad you're here. Now is a better time than any other time. Wonderful. So you are helping us understand how to get our leadership license. Yeah,
1: that's the topic for today. And um, I remember one, one morning, uh, my wife and kid were driving to church and we drove around the corner and there were these traffic cops and you know how you are when your things are in order when you see traffic cops no stress confidence confidence baby. of the way So I'm. Ooh, I'm a
0: <laughs> and then you greet them hi uh, yeah
1: with, with that uh, confidence and my you know yeah and yeah. i'm whistling i'm whistling it's hunky dory uh, it was a lady traffic cop and uh, she looks at my what are you, license disc yeah yeah and she looks at it and she looks at me the whistling stops. I, I say, Oh maybe there might be an issue. She asks for my license. Give her my license. She looks at it, she looks at me. It turns out that both my license disc and my license were expired. Hey. <laughs> hey. And I had I had no clue, no idea. And so sometimes you are in this leadership roles, ne? Right? You are on the road, you are driving. Maybe you're a you're a mother, maybe you're a business person, maybe you're an entrepreneur. And you think, or oh, the licensed child they are in order until they need to be renewed. So that's the topic for today. It's about renewing our, our, our driving licenses. Yes, you are competent in your particular thing. You can drive. But sometimes you have to do those self-checks and really monitor yourself and say, am I still on the right path? Am I still learning what I need to learn? Am I still certified and competent in what I'm doing? And sometimes you you know you're not aware that your license has, has expired. So this, as I said, it's a license renewal conversation, and there's a couple of things that uh, we wanna we wanna tackle, and one of them is where are we going? Mamel,
0: mm. I, uh, please don't don't rush us here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> fine. Okay, okay. No, D- <laughs> don't don't go too fast. I need you to take me into this thing. Yes. Why is it yeah. that? when i am driving as a leader in whatever leadership role Mm. i end up losing my license or not renewing my license is it because i am oblivious to Mm. the fact that i'm a leader Mm. like in the example you've given us of yourself that you were so confident that everything is in order But you were oblivious to the fact that the expiry dates to the license disc and the license. Mm. And maybe you're just too busy, you know. You're just too busy
1: being busy using the same car and the same license. um, And you forgot. I think one of the things, you've touched on it quite well. One of the things is you can become so complacent. The thing is you get into a routine. eh? You get into a mode and a rhythm. And that mode and rhythm almost becomes so natural, you know. When I when I when I first started driving, I was very careful. When I changed the gear, I needed to look at the gear to change it. Now it's become automatic. I can easily change it into the three, four, five, whatever. But when I started, I was a lot more vigilant. So the fact that you've been doing this thing for so long can create a level of complacency that you you don't become aware of, and then you can end up missing vital things along the way. Missing the fact that, am I still communicating with the people I'm leading at the level I should be? Am I still doing the kind of research to be competent in my particular field? Am I still looking at the strategy and saying, uh, are we still on the right trajectory? Because you, you, you get into a rhythm and that rhythm can create complacency. And so you start forgetting, or uh, I need to check it. Am, am I, are my things still in order? Am I still inspiring my people? Am I still communicating with them in such a way that it's moving us forward? So it can create a level of complacency, and that complacency is created by the fact that you're in such momentum, you're in such rhythm, but that rhythm, you may be offbeat, you may be in rhythm, but then you need to check your steps. Am I still communicating? Am I still inspiring? Am I still doing the things that I need to do in whatever leadership role that I'm in?
0: We are talking about how to get your leadership license if it's expired or <laughs> if it's a new application. That K53 <laughs> book, ne? That's what we are doing right now. And you're not paying a thing for it. All you need to do is make sure you are up early. Um, and uh, that's what we give you on The Morning Bliss. Confidence, Lema is our guest, award-winning author and uh, publisher of 29 books. And he's also a motivation Speaker and facilitator 0614104107. That's the WhatsApp number that you can interact with us on. Do you have your leadership license? Have you lost it? What are your
1: questions? <laughs>
2: and live,
0: and that's what we are doing waking up so that we can live better lives our guest confident Sileme award winning author and motivational speaker and facilitator we are talking about that leadership license so we now know why it's important to have a license but I mean I've got this license, (laughs) I've got this car, (laughs) you are happy
1: yeah yeah um it's, it's, it's a question of vision. I remember when I just got my car ne? and I woke up one Saturday morning, the, the tank was full and I decided I'm just going to drive. No destination in mind. I drove, I drove for probably two and a half hours and I just landed somewhere. I think I landed in Hartis and I just sat by the, by the lake there. But I could do that because I wasn't, there wasn't anybody particular that I was leading. Now, if I get in the car with my wife and kid, we need to know where we're going. And as a leader, when you're leading people, the people have to know where are we going. You can't just be randomly driving around with no destination in mind. And nobody should follow a leader who isn't leading them anyway.
0: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm raising my hands. Uh, I, I want to do a little glory spin. You know, I need to... Hey, <laughs> <pay> hallelujah, something. <laughs> On that, yeah. no one should be following a leader yep. that has no direction of destination. Haibo, mm-hmm. sipetwe. We've got leadership. And yeah. I'm talking about a husband... A mother. Mm. I'm talking about a supervisor, a manager. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm talking about political leaders. Traditionally, mm. lead. no direction. No direction. Just talk, 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 mm. talk. You know, we w- we are going to take the organization <laughs> from here to here. How? Nothing. We yeah. are we, we are taking the family from this uh, two room, uh, um, uh, you know, two room RDP, and we are going to live in a mansion. Yeah. How? How? Nothing. Yeah. Um, because you can tell me that Durban is on the N3. Mm. That's where from Joburg going to Durban is the N3. Yes, but ma'am. if you don't tell me, how long is it taking? What are the pit stops? Mm. Do you have enough fuel? Is yep. the car roadworthy? Yeah. Um, h- how many passengers can you take? Mm. What should the passengers bring? What's the weather in Durban? Yeah, 100%. Because that's what's happening with more. No, confidence, that's when
1: it's Yeah, In workplaces, that's wow. what's happening. Lot of, lot, a lot of uh, uh, talk shop and no action. And you know what, what that does? When leaders do not communicate the vision mm. and communicate the strategy of how, you end up with people who become very despondent whether it's 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 in the home whether it's in an organization because if I've entrusted you to lead me you have a duty and a responsibility to give me tools of how we are going to get there to say we are going there are we going there by plane are we going there by a car do we have enough resources etc but any when you f- you're following somebody and they you see that they are not going in any particular way and you keep following them you might end up in a pit Because they have no idea where where they're going. They have no idea what's the five-year plan, what's the 10-year plan. So as somebody who's following a leader, always ask yourself, where is this person taking me? Because by virtue of following them, it means that wherever they end up, you're going to end up there as well.
0: I hope there are specific people I'm hoping are listening right (laughs) Uh, now. they are standing with the dog barking (laughs) (laughs) I never seen your managers (laughs) no really they they, they are not managers I hope they are listening (laughs) because really they are making life impossible um it's it's one thing to have uh, organizational understanding but mm. implementation of a way forward yeah. is not a talk shop thing so when the leader is saying okay now I know where we are going I'll give you the tools mm. um, and I'll give you the how mm. I just need your skills to move us there because mm. that's why you are here yeah. um, how do you determine who comes with you as a leader
1: if you are the leader? As a leader um, you have to know there's a great book by Jim Collins, um, Good to Great. And he talks about having the right bumps in the right seats. So everybody in the car has a particular um, function. And one of the things to, to always look at as a leader is, are the people that I'm in the car with able to drive? Because sometimes leaders want to be the only people in the car who are able to drive. And you, it becomes this chest-beating thing. Or, I'm the, if I'm not here, this, this department will not move forward. If I'm not here, this organization will stay stagnant. And a lot of leaders adopt that mentality, and it's really an arrogant mentality because it's, it, it, it feeds your ego, it feeds your pride, it feeds your arrogance to say that I'm the only one who has the capability to move this thing forward. But your leadership is really tested when you are not in the car when you're not in the company. If you're not drive, the one driving the car, doesn't mean that the mission will not be achieved. Doesn't mean that the car is going to stay by the side of the road. Then that is a testament of bad leadership. Good leadership is when you are not in the organization, you are not in the in the vicinity, but there is progress still happening. It means that you've equipped your people to a level where you can take a step back and somebody else can be in the driver's seat and the, and the Movement can still happen, and the organization can still move forward. So when you look at who is in the car, you have to say, yes, there are people in the car, but am I equipping them to the level where I can get off the driver's seat and they can take over?
0: La, la, la. All I can think is the morning bliss uh, car, right? So this is the car. We started this car at the beginning of this month, Mm. uh, being April. Yeah. And it's under a, a, a tough circumstances because we're moving from a different time slot into this one. Yeah. And I remember uh, sitting and planning. Um, I was in consultation with, uh, you know, getting advice from Habi, what's hey man? How are we going to make this show work? Mm. And then Brabenzito and I sat down, how are we going to make this show work? And then, hey, putu putu, I need to go. Yeah. But by the time I left, Sis was doing the show so easily. It yeah. was nice yeah. because this car was well-oiled, yeah. everyone was well-equipped, hey, we know how we're moving the car forward, mm. it was not a, a painstaking thing for Bertha mm. to sit in the driver's seat. Yeah. However, most management is not able to do this. Mm. I see it with mothers, let's mm. take it to the home front. Yeah. Mothers are not able, if, if the mother is sick, Mm. No one's going to eat in the house. Mm. It's,
1: it's,
0: it's peanut butter and jam sandwiches because mom is sick. Mm. She has not equipped anyone else mm. to be able to make a meal. Yeah. So that, that, that is a, a
1: deficit of leadership from a leadership license point of view. hundred percent. And I think there are two main causes. And I think it happens in the home, in organizations as well. Because as people, we want to be valued we want to say okay this is my this is my thing this is what i bring to the table this is what i do and sometimes there's a there's a feeling of if somebody else is able to do this thing then what is my purpose in this thing but that's also
0: arrogance and a lack mm. of self confidence and like,
1: it is basically it's that lack of self confidence yeah but it it is as you said it is a leadership deficit because, as I said, your your true capacity as a leader is tested in your absence. If you are not the one uh, preparing the meal, if there is hunger in the home, then it means that equipping has not happened. It means that there is, a, as you said, leadership def- deficit. And as leaders, we need to build our self-confidence and our self-esteem to a point where we say, you know what? I'm, I'm so confident, I've got such a high self-esteem that I can equip other people to do what I'm doing. And that is really the essence of leadership. There's a beautiful quote by uh, this former American politician, Ralph Knight. He said, the function of leadership is to create more leaders, not more followers. And the way to create more leaders is by equipping people to lead. Because there, is, there will come a point where you are not going to be there. And they say that there's no success without succession. So if you as a leader are not equipping somebody else to do what you're doing, to take over what you are then it means you'll not have succeeded as a leader. So it's important for us as leaders to build our self-confidence because once you build your self-confidence, then you're able to equip other people with no qualms, no, no arrogance, no pride, no fear that this person is going to take over what I'm doing. Because as a leader, you're supposed to equip them to take over what you're doing. Hey, this leadership thing is serious. K-53 for the leaders. If you
0: are not listening, the podcast is for
1: you. If you know that
0: you've got a boss, a husband, a wife, a child, whatever, church leader, traditional leader, give them this podcast or wake them up right now Uh, 0614104107 that is our WhatsApp number or you can call in uh, to join the conversation on zero eight (laughs) six triple zero two
2: zero three two. Wake
0: up and live. All right. Uh, we wake up and live in this manner. Confidence Saleme is our guest. We are talking how to get your leadership license. It's a K53, something you need to have before you go for that, learners. We've got, uh, um, you said Comfort on the line? Comfort is on the line. Atima hey. hey, Tima Comfort, good morning.
2: Morning.
0: How are you doing this morning?
2: I'm good. Excellent.
0: You want to join in on the conversation?
2: Yes, I was once leading from two thousand and six until two thousand eleven <laughs> doing designs at escom, drawing those stuff there uh, but now I'm no longer there i, I resigned two thousand and eleven on the date of, on the date of of uh, November, leaving people that know they' lead because of the talking too much is just they like, can do what I'm doing. Look
0: where we are today. Mike. Hey? I
2: Hey?
0: Explain to me. You left a job that you yeah. said you
2: were leading. You were doing design. Yeah.
0: And you left it because people were talking.
2: They were talking as if uh, they, are, they know of future, uh, You see, when elders at, uh, at home, they are grooming us, they, they were forgetting that... Uh, When I got there, 2005, 2006, I found older people there. Then they taught me how to do this stuff, how to design, how to strip the plant, how to do this, how to do that. Then, okay, uh, I did certain things, uh, right, designing, all that that, and supervising, how to build it, how to strip it, how to do that. Then uh, come now, people, hey, they come here, we've got, uh, they, they are so pompous, gathering around me, saying, no, we can't do that. And I'm saying, ah, we have a need If you If you, you see that uh, you don't want to talk to me, here's a need at there by the dog center, you can follow it, and everything is there, uh, even not the one that has been done by me, it was done by somebody else, we can take it. They can't even go there and, and take it. 2000, uh, 2021, December 24, I went back there. Then they said, hi, hey, you're going to take, uh, what is this, uh, 30 days, getting a contract uh, to do that, uh, a certain job. The ones that I was doing. I, I went and asked for a certain design of mine. You know what did I find? Disgrace. Somebody... The people that are when you design something at the uh, down there the written on the thirty block, it's drawn by who? Then it's drawn by CMN, and Comforting Obeini. Then the people that I was working with, they've put a TPEX, then they they the them. they put their names. Then I was laughing, I was these kind what kind of people are these? I look at the design thoroughly, or oh, that okay, maybe they've changed something. Then, but no, nothing has been changed. Then I was like, wow, what kind of a people are these? But I'm not surprised we are at this stage now with ESCOM and all that. I'm not surprised. Even now, I'm trying to get myself back away. Okay. Even if I can okay. volunteer. Uh, this comfort, time. I was,
0: comfort, I, I want confidence to come in here. Because for me, I'm hearing ringing bells, right? Mm. Around... your 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 leadership style um for me it sounds like you are you were leading because you were given a position but when things got shaky you jumped ship and and that for me is a question on your ability to lead even if you're saying you're wanting to go back and and it also sounds like now you're gloating because the 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 organization you're mentioning is not doing well and you feel well you're not there anymore but it it, 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 it doesn't sound right when it comes to leadership but I'm, I'm not the expert here confidence
1: well i think there's a couple of dynamics to to this firstly followership is the entry gate entry gate into leadership so followership is the entry gate into leadership and sometimes people want to jump the fence so if you are somebody who's who's got a leader who's got experience you really have to humble yourself and say, what can I learn from this particular person? You know, there's a code that we mentioned that said, if you want to know where to go, ask those who are returning. So I think one of the dynamics, which can be frustrating for leaders is um, the people that I'm leading, are they, are they respectful? Are they learning from me? Am, am I able to impart things upon them, the things that I've learned? Because a lot of leaders, want to impart those things. So I think that's one dynamic. Another dynamic is as a leader, you need to have a very high level of emotional intelligence. You need to be able to understand your own emotions, not react in emotional ways, which end up um, uh, deviating us from the main vision. So I think there's a level of emotional intelligence that you need to have. Because sometimes there are people who have very high IQs, and maybe they are coming with ideas that oppose your idea. But as a leader, you don't have to be the most intelligent person in the room, but you do need a level of emotional intelligence that allows you to say, okay, I've got all these people who are smarter than me, IQ wise, they may may have a higher IQ than me, but I need to come to a place where I say, okay, we've got all these brilliant ideas. Some of these ideas are better than my own personal ideas. But how can all these ideas work together to make sure that we move forward? But as a leader, if you do not have a high level of of EQ, then you're gonna be intimidated by people who have a high level of IQ. Whereas those are the very same people that you need in the room. If you are a leader and and the people in the room with you are smarter than you, you're in a very good position. But if you do not have that level of EQ, level of self-esteem, then you're going to be intimidated and things are not going to go well. So, Firstly, from the followership point of view, you need to be humble and learn from the people that are there. From a leadership point of view, have a level of EQ that is able to handle and um, and manage people who have a high level of IQ so that you don't become intimidated, so that you actually see them as the resources they are bring them into the table, bring them into the conversation, She say, what are your ideas? Oh, these are valid. These are better ideas that I could have come up with. And how do we use these ideas? To move forward, so EQ is very important for,
0: for a leader, and I think uh, with EQ, I'm gonna add grits. Please don't tell me you're a leader if uh, you've got a shaky backbone, don't, don't yeah. just don't, yeah. because I'm gonna crunch you right <laughs> there. Then. So, comfort wherever you are, if you are going to lead and you want to go back to that organization or any organization, I'm gonna say get grits, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, stand. For what you believe in, because a leader has a base point. Uh, Is leadership manual transmission
1: or is it automatic? Oh, it's definitely manual. It's definitely manual. Um, And what that speaks of is when you're driving a manual car, there's a level of work and labor that goes into it. You are shifting gears. You are constantly checking, okay, is, is the gear I'm in? Correct for the speed. Do I need to go to a lower gear? Do I need to go to a higher gear? Is the road becoming steep now? Maybe I need to go to gear number three and not be in gear number five. So it's it's work. And a lot of times we want leadership to be automatic. Um, I was I was uh, with my mentor on the weekend we we're traveling, and he drives a really nice car. My my car is I drive it like a a, a buggy for business and it's manual, and he drives a nice. German car and he gave me the keys and it was easy driving that car because why because I come from a manual transmission car but when if 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 I'd been trained in an automatic car and he was driving a manual it would have been very difficult so the things that you go through the work that you go through in your leadership is training you so that you become the best leader that you can be And sometimes we want it to be easy. Sometimes we want the road to be nice and straight and no frills. But easy roads don't make good drivers. It is when you have to circumvent those turns, when there's traffic, when there's all these other challenges that trains you to become a much better driver. So as a leader, when you encounter challenges, those challenges are there to equip you, to make you and create you into the best leader that you can be. So... Don't, don't try to, to learn leadership through automatic. Even in, 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 in driving schools, if I've learned through uh, manual transmission, it's easy for me to go into automatic. But if I learn through automatic, it's going to be very hard. If, if your leadership journey has been easy, when things get tough and you're really tested, you, some people, and you know, we're talking about EQ, there's something very interesting called adversity quotient. And it's your, it's your ability your argument to, to handle adversity. So if you are a leader who's been trained uh, in automatic and everything has been easy, your, ad- your adversity quotient will tend to be quite low. And then when you meet challenges along the way, then it's where you have leaders who go into all kinds of things that uh, do not help them. Um, there was a story of an entrepreneur who his business collapsed and he ended up committing suicide. So it's those types of things where mm-hmm. you need to build up your adversity quotient to a level where even if you meet adversity, you become the kind of leader that says, you know what? Yes, we are meeting challenges now, but how do we navigate out of this? You don't look for the nearest uh, tree and crash the car. No, you say, how do we maneuver ourselves? Do we need to stop? Do we need to reverse? What do we need to do?
0: Look, I've got a message here from Phil at K1. Phil says, Patricia, I would be very pleased if your guest can deliver the message he is talking about to the NC leaders both to the organization itself and those in government. They are uninspiring and most probably have veered off their original mandate of mm. liberating South Africa from the yoke of colonialism and apartheid. A luta continuer. That's from Phil. Look, yeah. um, let's talk about... Uh, uh, quickly, because we need to start wrapping up. Yes, ma'am. How do you know when you need to put Riveski
1: Oh, the reverse gear is its a very interesting one, because the reverse gear speaks about reflection because you always go back and sometimes as a leader, you need to go back and apologize. And it's sometimes it's hard for leaders to do that because you are you you tend to have this Superman uh, syndrome that, you know, you're above reproach, you're all talented, all knowing, all powerful. but. When you are able to get into reverse gear and go back and say, guys, I made a mistake there. I apologize. You actually garner more respect from those that you lead. You are able to build a bridge that allows for rapport to happen. Because when when you're able to admit mistakes, people are are more willing to to come to the table. They're more willing to communicate. They're more willing to say, you know what? the fact that you're able to humble yourself, get into reverse gear, and say you made a mistake, it means that we are willing now to go forward with you. So as a leader, sometimes you need to go back and apologize. Sometimes you need to go back and say we need to re-strategize because maybe the strategy that we took um, when we were going on this journey didn't quite work out. And it's a skill of a leader to get into reverse gear and say, you know what, let's go back, let's strategize. And also the reverse gear is for repositioning. You know, when you've parked your car, you can only move forward to where you want to go after you have reversed. So a lot of times as leaders, we are, we are parked, we are sitting, but we, we haven't taken the time to reverse and reposition ourselves where we are going. And we end up doing a lot of mistakes or repeating uh, mistakes that we've made. So the reverse gear is also about repositioning yourself, reflecting, so that you can reposition yourself so that you can go uh, on the journey that you've purported to go.
0: Every car has four tires, well, standard cars. Yes, ma'am. And uh, from time to time, when you navigate these difficult roads, uh, potholes mm. in South Africa,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, roads that are not <coughs> maintained. Yes, ma'am um roads that have not been fixed after floods no so yeah. service delivery ngaba high consume mgaqweni was in South Africa robots that do not work we call them robots yeah they're not traffic lights yeah. in South Africa yeah. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> do not work then a flat tire iphi ke iremgaqweni you know yeah. uh, service delivery protests uthola eh kunahlelwe ama blocks na rocks. rocks nanana yeah. on the road and then you hit a flat tire a flat... as a leader yeah When do I know it is now time to change my tire? Because I'm not running on run flats.
1: Yeah. And the flat tires speak about the negative attitudes. sometimes negative attitudes. Because what do flat tires do? They slow us down. And so you have to look at what are the things that are slowing me down? Is it negative attitudes that I have? Is it negative associations? Is it negative habits? So the changing the flat tire is about looking, doing a self-evaluation and say, let me look at my tires. My tires are meant to be such that they allow me to accelerate at the highest speed that I'm able to go. But if my tires are flat, if I have negative associations and people are always, you know, telling me negative things, they're always in my ear about this and that, which is not moving forward. Do I need to change those uh, associations? If I have negative attitudes, negative self-esteem, negative you know, self-confidence, uh, is there, are those things slowing me down? I'm not able to go there and be the best version of myself because I have a low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the flat tires that we need to look at as leaders and say, what do I need to change? Because the flat tire slows you down. And if you don't change it, then you will run at a pace. Yes, you may get to where you want to go, but you may get there uh, way later than you should have. Because if I'm if I, if I I'm driving a car with a flat tire and somebody's driving the same car, but their tires are full, we may be going to the same destination, but they're going to get there faster simply because I have flat tires. So we need to look at firstly, um, negative habits, negative attitudes, negative associations. Those are the flat tires that we need to look at and say, what do I need to change in order for me to accelerate at the, at the pace of my potential at the highest level that I can possibly accelerate at.
0: Let's wrap up the conversation now. Um, uh, Mr. Seleme uh, tell us how do we get in touch with you? We, we need this motivation <laughs> on the daily. We need these books of yours.
1: Yeah. So you can uh, email me at uh, c.seleme at ascensionbookpublishers, uh, dot com or Info at confidence.seleme.co.za. And yeah, those are the two platforms. I'm available on social media uh, Facebook, Confidence Twitter, Confidence underscore word, uh, Insta, uh, yeah, let's chat, uh, let's make things happen, let's move forward.
0: La, 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 this license, I think I'm going to apply for it and yeah. I'm going to get it. Uh, Thank you very much, Mr. Always such a great pleasure having you in studio.
1: Thank you, Patricia. Congratulations once again.
0: Thank you very much. Uhuru, wazadia. <laughs> <laughs>